If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Marcus Moser of Bleacher Report. I'm finally 100% healthy, so I'm ready to do this thing. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Moser. And as always, I'm joined by the one and only Landon McCool. You can follow him on his show, uh, on the Locked On Cowboys podcast, that's here. You can also see him on the How About Them podcast as well as the Blogging the Boys podcast. Follow him on Twitter at McCoolBTB. Landon, how you doing tonight? You got my 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 whole list down at this point. It's uh, uh it's you know, it, it seems like it's can you adding. shorten it a little bit. I'm please? I, I'm gonna do what I try what I can at some point. <laughs> All right, this Thursday edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON at MyBookie.ag. All right, so today we're going to preview the Cowboys defense against the 49ers offense. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about practice on Wednesday. Uh, Tyron Smith and cornerback Chidobi Awuzie both missed practice. Sean Lee returned. It looks pretty certain that he's going to play. Uh, it seems like Tyron is probably going to try to get it in at least a little bit of practice on Thursday. Not so sure about Chidobi Awuzie. Uh, are you concerned about either for game day? Do you think that Smith is going to probably play, or is this kind of just like a rest day for Smith, and we sh- you know kind of should get used to this for the rest of the season? Yeah, the Smith thing is just it's, it's going to be it happening from here on out, I would think. He's going to get Wednesdays off. Um, and then, yeah, I think for um, Chidobi, I mean, I, I – I do have some concerns, um, but I, I would like to see maybe how uh, he he practices, if he practices the rest of the week. Um, I just can't seem to get past this. You know, he, he takes you know, two steps forward, one step back, and it's just – or maybe it's the opposite. I can't remember. But <laughs> right now, like it, with, the, with the hamstring, he really seemed to be the one who – uh, is it? It just seems to keep grabbing him, and and it, obviously it's not great that it's he's still having to miss a little bit of time um, coming off of the break. But it could also just be giving him an extra rest day. So uh, I'll be interested to see how he does on 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 Thursday on Thursday and Friday's practice. Yeah, see, I was told that it was hamstring fatigue for Ouzie, and that makes sense considering he really hasn't got to practice a ton since. Well, the middle of training camp. I mean, he played what the first preseason game, and then from that point, he was basically out. So he just doesn't have a lot of time to get himself in shape, and he's probably pushing himself a little bit too much when he gets on, out on the field. I, I think he's one of those guys. They would almost be better off just letting him get a hundred percent healthy. Let him get maybe two full weeks of practice in before they rush him out on the field. I don't know. I like. We'll see. I'm interested to see how he practices the rest of the week. Let's move on. Let's talk about the 49ers offense. Uh, it hasn't been a great offense so far. Um, however, I think it's been 
maybe better than what people thought considering uh, maybe the quarterback play that they've gotten and you know the bringing in a whole bunch of new pieces. Kyle Shanahan is the team's head coach, but he also is the mastermind behind this offense. Last week, they benched Brian Hoyer after Hoyer failed to get the 49ers across midfield on their first four drives, brought in C.J. Bethard into the game, or Bethard, I'm going to mispronounce his name the whole time, uh, brought him <laughs> in, was able to put up 24 points against the Redskins, almost brought them back to win that game. Uh, I thought he played okay. He's kind of a limited uh, he, he, limited tools. He, he's going to make the more short to intermediate throws. He's not going to challenge you deep. Uh, what did you see on uh, Bethard when you watched him this week in your film study? Yeah, I mean, I think you see a guy. I, I, I would, you know, I would actually, uh, I would actually dispute the the challenge you deep thing. I, I do think that. I mean, I think the one thing that I noticed right away is 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 one thing you just don't see a lot with younger quarterbacks, especially younger quarterbacks who. Aren't necessarily of you know of the pedigree that 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 he is, uh, which is not nece- which is not necessarily a great pedigree. I mean, you know, usually with the first rounders, you'll see guys, but but, but my point is, is that I saw a lot of him looking down, keeping his eyes downfield, and 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 I think that's kind of a rare thing. And I and you see, saw him a couple different times able to slide around and actually get the ball a little bit further down the field, which was uh, I thought, you know. Despite. I just don't think his arm is very strong. Though. No, no, no absolutely not. No, yeah, you're right. He definitely doesn't have, uh, and, and that's part of the tools part of it. But I, I think it's part of his pedigree as well. But I think he'll keep looking, and, and if and and I, you're not going to get. He, I guess my point is that he isn't going to be the, the kind of rookie that uh, you're going to overwhelm. You know, like I don't think he's. I think he's really heady. I think he's. You know, not necessarily. You're not going to get um, um, a, a lot of great returns. I think. Uh, trying to blitz the guy necessarily. I, I just think that you know if you try to play him, I think you just got to play this guy straightforward, and and he's not going to be able to make plays for you. Don't don't. I, I I guess my point is is that watching him, it's it seemed very clear that uh, he's probably not gonna like hurt the team too badly. He's very much a manager, you know, and, and I think that's probably sure. why I think, you know, the, the teams liked him and, and coaches like him and Shanahan likes him is that Shanahan's going to try to beat you with, with scheming his guys open and, and, and get his guys wide open. So he doesn't, it doesn't really, it's not that it's quarterback proof, but it's like, it's really, he just needs a guy who gets out of the way of his scheme and is isn't, isn't like turning the ball over or doing, and I don't think he's going to do any of that. And I don't think that you're necessarily going to get him by, you know, blitzing him or you know. I just think that you're going to beat him by just you know because he's not going to make any plays, you know. So so really, they just Dallas needs to play it straightforward. He isn't going to like you know kill anybody by you know he he's certainly not Aaron Rodgers, but but at the same time he, sure. he's also not taking the chances that Aaron Rodgers does or any of those things. So I think the Cowboys just play him straightforward. They should be fine. Um, you know if they get they're they're gonna play their ball game and force him to have to throw the ball a lot. That's that you know he's that's probably not conducive to what he does best. I mean I, I just think that. He's not a guy who's going to beat us. I, I hope. <laughs> I would hope. Uh, you know, like by making a whole bunch of plays. I think he is a guy that, if you, um, you know, if you make a mistake, he'll he can take advantage of it. But I I don't think that he is the guy that is going to be. Um, you know, 
I don't think he's a guy that you should be banging your head against trying to stop. I think you should be playing your game and uh, and just keep everything in front of you like you normally would. And 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 he's just I don't think going to be able to be a guy to consistently string together long drives for touchdowns. I I just think of you know eventually he's going to make a mistake or just not make the throw that needs he needs to in order for the drive to continue. Uh, you know he's he's not Aaron Rodgers. Let's let's, let's be very clear about that. Yeah, so when I was watching him this week, I I, I wrote down that he, he kind of has like a Trevor Simeon skill set. Yeah, and that's kind of the kind of passer yeah. he wants to be. Is he wants to get the ball out of his hands quick? Uh, he's go he is going to look downfield, but he's more comfortable getting the ball out quick. Sure, and to his playmakers. Um, yeah, so I, I know you say Trevor Simeon, and that's a quarterback that had a lot of success against Dallas. But in, in a vacuum, the Cowboys would well, much yeah, he, rather take that over playing against an Aaron Rodgers. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about Pierre Garçon a little bit later, and I have a lot of respect for Pierre Garçon. But but they don't have the the Denver receiving core, you know, like they don't have no. a, a, a healthy Emmanuel Sanders and, and Demarius Thomas on the outside, you know. So so well, let's talk about Pierre Garçon yeah, before do. we get to my bookie. So uh, I actually went back and charted him because I work for Bleacher Report and the NFL 1000 studying the receiver. So I'm always watching these receivers and taking notes and for Garcon I had him li- lined up on the right outside receiver on 170 snaps the left outside receiver for 90 snaps and then inside in the slot on 79 snaps so Shanahan is going to move him all over the field to make sure that he can get the matchup that he wants to I was just curious to see if the Cowboys were going to try to put Jordan Lewis on him or uh, we know that the Cowboys don't really like to move their cornerbacks around too much. So expect Shanahan to try to find a matchup that they want with Garcon. And I, you know what? I think Garcon's having a fantastic year so far. I know the stats don't tell the whole story. He's, he has 434 receiving yards and zero touchdowns so far. But he is the, really the only reason they've been close in a lot of these games because it seems like anytime they need a big play, Gerson is making these crazy one-handed catches, falling out of bounds, somehow able to drag his feet in bounds. I, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's having a fantastic season. I think by far he's their best uh, offensive weapon. Um, if, if the Cowboys can slow him down at all, they should have no problem stopping this 49ers passing attack. What did you see on Garcon this week? I mean, I've, I've got nothing but uh, respect for Pierre Garcon. I love watching him play. I mean, because to me, it's almost like uh, – it's almost like you're watching a slightly tampered with Des Bryant, you know, like, I mean, mm. he, he's big and he's physical and, uh, and he catches the ball well, very well. And, and, and I think he doesn't, I don't think he has quite the vertical game that Des does, but as far as a being a monster with the ball in your hands, just being a big physical guy that, that's tough to bring down once he catches the ball. I mean, I think he is definitely their, um, their best offensive weapon I think um I I don't know that I mean I, I like Carlos Hyde and I think he can do some things um given some some space uh but I think that Pierre Garcon is the guy is a guy that you know if he's having a good game he's gonna eat a lot of targets and he'll uh and he'll and he'll catch everything and so he he's and he's had big days against the Cowboys before. Uh, you know he he's smart and savvy, so he knows how to sit down in zones and, and be a friend to especially a quarterback like this who is going to want to see mm-hmm. open guys and, and want to you know be confident. I just think that he's going to get a lot of looks. Um, he's going to get a lot of targets, uh, and and I think that he's going to convert a lot of those targets because that's what he does. And and um, I, you know I I don't think he's he's not quite the player you know. 
athletically that he has been, you know, maybe four, three or four or five years ago. But I still think that he can get it done. Uh, he's he's you know kind of like a, you know. Uh, you know, I said Dez. I would also go Anquan Bolden. I think is is another guy that's kind of similar skill set to him. I think maybe Anquan Bolden might even be a better uh, comparison for him. Um, he's and, a little bit smoother than Anquan, though. I mean, Garcon, it's like he's not even move, picking his feet up off the ground. Yeah, I mean, he's he, a pretty smooth. Yeah, he runner. does have beautiful like footwork, and I think that that I, mean, I think Bolden, you're right, maybe more more of a power forward receiver but but mm-hmm. I, I think that I, I do I do think that he has that level of physicality to his game and, and he has that uh, reliability I think is the, I think the thing that that Bol- that reminds me for Bolden is that he is gonna be where he is supposed to be in the route when he is supposed to be uh, there and I think that is going to be a big comfort to a, a, a rookie uh, quarterback. So definitely look for for him to be a, a big part of this game. And you're, and you're right. I think that they'll definitely find a way to move him around, and, and that's what Shanahan does really well is is getting his best player, uh, you know, with the ball in his hands, uh, open. So uh, he'll he'll find the mismatch and, and they'll try to, you know, and they'll exploit that mismatch until you stop it basically, and and um and we'll see how that works all you know kind of works out. Yeah. So quick couple notes real quick before we get to my bookie, um, you can expect that Garcon is going to line up in a slot a lot in this game, and I can almost guarantee you the way that the, that Shanahan is going to try to beat the Cowboys is lining Garcon up in the slot. And throwing those slants and those post routes over top of those linebackers and really challenging Anthony Hitchens and Sean Lee to get deep in their drops because that's one of the staples of this offense, mm-hmm. that play action, throw it 15 yards right in the middle of the field and let Garcon run after the catch. Um, really quickly on some of their other receivers, Marquise Goodwin and Aldrick Robinson are both big play uh, down the field type of receivers. Aldrick's got a little bit more size. Goodwin has a little bit more speed. Neither of those guys are going to make many plays in the short to intermediate portions of the field. Uh, they have Trent Taylor, who is there, basically their version of Ryan Switzer. He's a little bit shorter, uh, a tough guy to cover out of the slot. And George Kittle, a guy that I've loved uh, coming out of the draft this year from Iowa, uh, a little bit of a shorter tight end, fantastic blocker, highly athletic. Um, expect them to try to get the ball into Kittle's hands quickly and let him make plays after the catch. All right, let's go ahead and pause to talk about my bookie. My bookie has been in the business for years, and their rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses, so off the bat, you're making money for doing absolutely nothing, and they have the fastest payouts. Seriously, just two business days. I would only recommend a service that has been to my listeners that has been good to me. That's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. In an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit with an up to 100% bonus. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about this Cowboys run defense going up against uh, Carlos Hyde and Matt Breida. Is it Breida? Or how do you say that? The their other running back's last name? <laughs> Good, Breida? You got me. Breida? I, I've Breida. only read it. We're going to so. call him Breida. Okay. Okay. 
how do you expect the Cowboys to stop these guys? We, we expect Sean Lee to play, and that should be a big boost. But what do you expect the Cowboys to do against this running attack? Well, I mean, the fortunate thing for the Cowboys is that as weak as they are inside right now with, with Piagon and them still trying to figure out exactly what they're doing, um, you know, I think the 49ers probably have a matched, you know, with, with offensive interior weakness. So, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know that they're going to get a, a – you know, maybe a ton of movement there, but I, I, you know, obviously just generally I have concerns there because I don't know that, you know, they have a group that's so solid that's going to hold up, especially now that they're down a man. So um, I, I worry about the edges specifically because, and I think one of the, and we'll get into this a little bit later too, but I think that their tackles are, are much, much stronger than their guards and centers. Um, mm. and, I, and I think they got a guy on the right side, Trent Brown, who is, is really, 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 really good and an up-a-comer. Um, and I think that you, know, you, you, you look on the other side with Staley, and, and, and they've got things a little bit more um, you know, kind of stable over there. Um, but Brown is a massive, massive monster of a man, 6'8". 350 plus uh i'm pretty sure he has 36 inch arms if not 30 yeah 36 inch big, arms yeah, big, uh, big 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 dude and he's and he's really started to learn how to use it and it's uh started to come together for him um so uh he's a guy that you know can move people in the run game um he's starting to be more effective in the in the past game and i think that I think that one of the things that's gonna uh really uh be a challenge for the cowboys is you know this is one of those situations where now they the 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 other team has a real answer for your pass rusher coming from the from the right side. So it'll be an interesting matchup to see how Demarcus Lawrence does. Obviously in the pass game, but but now going back to what we're talking about in the run game, where you get concerned that you know is is this guy gonna you maybe take advantage of of Demarcus Lawrence who you know even though he has had. Some good stuff, um, on, uh, go, you know, obviously going for him in the passing game. With, you, still the NFL leader in sacks. There has definitely been times when I, when we've seen him struggle in the run game. As long as as long as every along with everyone else, really. But uh, right. you know, I've, obviously with this matchup this week, there are some concerns, and I know that he's not <clears throat> a uh, a household name yet. But uh, just watching what he's done the first few weeks, uh, he's really really been uh, very good. Yeah, so a couple of little nuggets. Um, I've heard from a couple of people that David Irving is going to start inside at three technique this week. Mm. So while I believe he can do that, I'm a little concerned about Collins playing one technique because I just think that's not his position at all. So, I mean, especially in the run it, game. I mean, that's the, like I, I think especially probably, you know, in the run game. I mean, bouncing him inside there, like on nickel situations, sure. Okay, I, I could see that. But 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 holding up as a point at the point of attack against a double team. Like, that's concerning. Yeah, so let's go ahead and just jump right into that offensive line versus defensive line matchup. This is our favorite portion of the show. So um, inside, they've got Lakin Tomlinson's playing left guard. Kilgore is playing center. And a PA guy, Brendan Fusco, is playing right guard. Um, none of those guys are playing very well so far. I Fusco's probably the best of the three interior guys. Uh, what do you think the Cowboys can do against this uh, San Francisco interior? Well, I mean, I think you know in the in the pass game, in the pass rush game, I think they're going to eat. I think because I think that uh, you know, where as a collection, 
none of these guys are defensive interior and their offensive interior no. are, are very good in the run game at all. I think in the pass game, our guys can, can rush the passer for sure. Uh, and I don't mm-hmm. know that these guys can block a pass rusher at all. So um, I, I think in that in that way, I feel good. In the run game, I feel like it's it's kind of a, a, a toss-up, really. I mean, I, I think, you know, with at least those guys are comfortable with they may not be good, but at least they're comfortable doing what they're doing. And I don't know how comfortable Collins is going to be as a true one technique um, taking on double teams. So that'll be interesting to see exactly how that pans out. Um, it'll be an interesting matchup. I think really, like I said, in the past game, I think I have an understanding of how that's going to play out. I really don't know how it's going to play out in the run game because you've got two guys playing positions we haven't seen them play yet, really, at a full time on a full-time basis. So... Uh, it's kind of a, a toss-up, and I guess at the very least, what you say is, you know, at least this isn't a Leo Collins situation where you're putting a guy in a new spot and he's playing, you know, the the very best in their position right. the very four, first four weeks he plays a brand new position. At least they're going up against a trio of offensive linemen that aren't, you know, necessarily so accomplished. So at least they're getting their feet wet, uh, you know, with kind of. You know, I, I, you know, I don't think it's far off to say maybe bottom third, uh, you know, the very bottom, close to the bottom uh, interior three of offensive linemen. So I think this is a game where the game script is going to be super important. If if the Cowboys can jump out to a quick 10 nothing lead and they can force the 49ers to get kind of one-dimensional, Dallas should have their way with the 49ers. I, I, they should be able to get to... Bether, they should be able to disrupt the interior of that pocket. But the longer the 49ers stick around in this game and they can stay balanced on offense and kind of keep the rushing attack going and, you know, attack Collins and Demarcus Lawrence in the rushing or running game, the longer I think they have a chance to win this game. I, I, I don't think this game is as easy of a win for Dallas as a lot of people are uh, assuming. Um, one thing I want to kind of touch on really quickly before we end the show is this is a big play offense. Um, through their first uh, few games, they have five plays of over 45 yards a season. They are going to relentlessly try to attack the ball down the field. I'm a little, I'm curious to see if Beathard throws the ball down the field as much as Hoyer does. But like you mentioned earlier, he's going to be looking down the field, and with Goodwin and Robinson on the outside, they're going to try to attack them. Uh, Really quickly, um, as we wrap up the show, what's one thing that you're a little bit concerned about with this 49ers offense compared to this Cowboys defense? Well, I mean, I I see the game kind of going uh, one of two ways, and I think you kind of basically laid it out. But I think that if the Cowboys play their script, uh, they force, you know, they get some scores up early, able to get a stop. If they get to a point where they've got a touchdown or more lead, you know, early, then they can kind of better dictate how the game goes. And I think that if that, if Dallas can continue to keep San Francisco um, off balance, then I don't think this is, I, I don't think this will be a close game. I think that the Dallas can run away with it pretty, pretty or at least, you know, handle the game start to finish. If that if that happens, if that doesn't happen, and if they if they kind of keep them lingering around, 
Um, yeah, I think it could be a closer game. I think that if, if San Francisco is allowed to stay balanced, um, they can make things interesting for the Cowboys because if they all they need is a couple one or two stops on defense, uh, which they could get just you know because of you know a random penalty on third down, uh, you know any number of things can cause a drive to stall. Then they uh, they can keep this game uh, closer. But I, I do think that in the end, the talent there's a talent difference issue that that is eventually going to you know even itself out it should at least. and entropy it should, should entropy at least will find its way here and i think that uh eventually the you know it'll suss out either way with the cowboys win um just you know, short of disaster striking but um i, I tend to think that um I didn't think that the first the lat, the first thing's going to happen. I think that the Cowboys are going to probably get up early and and, and cruise, not, you know, not to like a big win, but I think you You're know, just a, being a, optimistic again. Well, optimistic no, no, I, I, I listen. I think there's a lot. Of, look, look, there's a lot of things that are going positive. There's a lot of things going positive right here for the Cowboys in game. You know, I, mean, I think they they've had a, a week off. That this is a, an opponent that is probably overmatched to a certain degree talent wise. They're playing at home. Um, you know, I think they they are not. This is not a trap game for them because they need to win. Like they need to win yes. at, more than San Francisco needs to win. To be let's be clear, because San Francisco is not making the playoffs. Like they're zero and five. They're in a division with with you know two other teams that are at least I think capable of, of going that direction at least, um, and 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 maybe three. So uh, you know, I, I think. I think for Dallas, it's it's much more of a they. It's important for them to get a win where they're supposed to get a win. Um, so I, I think for them, they're gonna you know they're gonna come in focused. And so I I tend to think that if that's the case, uh, then I think that the the, the 49ers offense you know will be thrown uh, for a loop. And and if they have to throw the ball a ton, then I think that's problematic for their offense. I think you know like you're like you said. Shanahan wants to keep this offense balanced. They want to keep those linebackers going back and forth because they can't figure out whether the ball's being handed off or thrown over the top of them. Um, so I, I think that, you know, and that's how they get their big plays is because blown coverage, a guy gets past, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or levels uh, where there's missed coverage. They're not, you know, they're not thr- chucking the ball deep on nine routes all the time. They're they're running post off play action. They're running, you know, they're getting people loose on on rub routes. They're they're. I mean, I, that's the, that's how they'll get people open and 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 they'll make big plays. I mean, they'll throw the occasional play action bootleg to you know, Goodwin, who is you know track speed fast and can get down the field. But I think that mostly what they're trying to do is scheme guys coming across the field on play action uh, and getting the ball on to them in in route and 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 letting them do their damage after the catch. Uh, but if the Cowboys again can take away that second dimension, it makes the it makes their ability to get the ball down the field more difficult. Uh, and so the Cowboys could set their safeties a little bit further back and then that kind of just allows the Cowboys to keep it all in front of them and make them drive the field uh, through short passing, which uh, you know is a tall order for a rookie quarterback on the road. All right, I'm going to make a prediction about this game. 
Uh, I think this game is going to remind a lot of fans of the game they played against the 49ers last year. I won't be shocked if the Cowboys come out of this game a little sluggish, and I won't be shocked if they get down quickly to a 10-0, deficit, and then in the second half their talent starts to take over. I think this is going to be a close game, and we're going to go ahead and do our game predictions right now because I'm off tomorrow. Um, I, I struggle with this, this one. I've thought about it all week. The Cowboys are six-point favorites on the road. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Cowboys win this one 26-24, but if I was a betting person, and you guys know that I am, <laughs> I would take San Francisco plus six in this game. How do you have this one going, Landon? I think that it's going to be... Um, I I got I got it something closer to. I'm gonna say twenty six seventeen twenty seven seventeen. Let's say that twenty seven seventeen. Um, Dallas, Dallas, yeah. Because uh, I think that you know, I like I said, I think it happens one of two ways. I think either way the Cowboys can win, but it's re- really a matter of are you gonna do do this the easy way or the hard way. Um, if they do it the the easy way where they you know come out and are on point and are able to get things done early in the game, uh, I think that uh, they should be able to control the game, um, control time of possession. And I don't think that you know uh, a rookie quarterback uh, is going to be able with you know I mean again with with the talent that he has around him, which is not you know not super impressive. Um, you know, they've got a couple guys, but that it's not enough, you know, for them to keep up with the Dallas offense if it's clicking. Um, and they're able to, you know, control the clock and give them only, you know, limited opportunities. I just don't know that they're going to be able to capitalize on a regular basis, um, marching up and down the field like that to keep up with the Dallas offense. So, um, <clears throat> I think that it, it, it ends up 27 17 Cowboys. I, I think that, uh, it's, it's just the Cowboys grab it from the beginning and, and take it take it the whole way, uh, and if not, like I said, I think the I I don't I don't think that the other option is implausible that they that they struggle up front that, that San Francisco holds on you know they San Francisco's played nothing they've played every game tight so far so it, it's not it would not be a surprise don't look at don't look at their record and think that this team can't play the Cowboys close I think they can I, I just don't right. know that they necessarily will. And uh, you know, and I think that I think it's either they'll play them close to a, a tight Cowboys win, or uh, the Cowboys get up to an early lead, can play their game, and San Francisco struggles without without the ability to uh, to give Dallas the start stop of play action and, and and the run game. This is the Cowboys; they make everything dramatic, so it'll probably come right down to the last we'll drive. See. So. That's it for today's show. This edition of the Locked On Cowboys podcast was brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie, where they'll match your deposit with an up to 100% bonus. Just use the promo code Locked On to activate the offer. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Hit us up with a five-star review. And if you leave a review and your Twitter handle, you'll be eligible to win a free Pro Football Focus Ed subscription. We'll be back on Monday to either talk about how the Cowboys are going to the playoffs or the draft show that we're going to start next week. One of the two, depending on this game, right? Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys back here on Monday.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.